So, uh, well, we were just talking, actually, just me and the today. Um, we'll go over all the shot. Uh, usual sort of format. We'll go over all the shot. I've got a few little news articles. Uh, we'll have a look at uh, some of the other scores around the National League, actually, because it was quite interesting uh, at, on the day. And then we'll look ahead to uh, to Farnborough on Saturday. So we'll start with all the shot then. Did you go? I did, yeah. I did go. Um Comfortable 2 0. Don't think we were really ever in trouble, do you? No, it was one of them third gear performances, I think. Yeah. If we yeah. needed to uh, up it a bit. <clears throat> but saying that, I think, you know, the team in the keeper had a bit of a blinder, a uh, few blocks, and another day we could have scored five or six, couldn't we? Yeah. Quite easily. Yeah. Um, I only remember them that Howard th- threw a ball that they intercepted. And he, they got a shot off, but he saved it reasonably comfortable. Yeah. That's the only thing I actually uh, remember them sort of having. You know, um, <clears throat> they went. I think it was something towards the end of the game. Is it did they at the bar? Ah, oh, that's right. Is... Yeah, yeah, apologies. Yeah, you're right. They did yeah. they at the bar um, in the last few minutes. Um, but we just like you say, we just we were we were comfortable. It was a comfortable two nil win, which I predicted. I should add, uh, I predicted two <laughs> nil. Um, I can't remember what you went, but it had a four in it. I'm sure it, it did. did. Yeah, yeah, it did, yeah. So, um, so uh, yeah, it was just nice to get th- nice to get through. I was going to say nice to get through it with no issues, but obviously Hosanna went off, didn't he? Um, yeah, with a, a hamstring injury, which there uh, that now needs a scan. So uh, that is going to be a couple of weeks out at least for him. Um, but you know, a couple of nights, you know, the uh, the the first Mullin goal was a lovely goal, wasn't it? You know, um, yeah. I, it's it's weird watching Mullin score goals like that because for years we've had we've had strikers that can't score goals, and now we've got we've got a couple who can do that from 30, 40 yards out. Um, it's bizarre. It's just you know, it still don't get used to it. I know it's um, if you think of all the uh, some of the certain crops that we've had, who uh, you know probably it would end up at the back of the cop or over the cop. And then you've got people who've got finesse finishes like that. It's just, yeah. you know, we are lucky and we should, you know, we should be very grateful for what we've got. I remember the days where they uh, used to be sat in the cop and they'd be warming up and the shooting practice before and you'd be ducking, you know, it was terrible. Yeah. The, um, it was, they were peppering you. Uh, it's not as bad as that anymore, thankfully. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, I think that's why. I think that's why they brought their nets in, and the, you know, yes. the other goal, yeah. just to give yeah. them a chance. <laughs> Was there any surprises for you in that team? I did. I wasn't sure Hayden had come back with him being injured. I thought they might have rested him again, but they were obviously comfortable. Um, but any, you know, and I did wonder whether Davis might come in because Lee had played a couple. Um, but anything, anything in it for you? Any surprises? Was it? Was it what you thought? Really? Uh, yeah, it was really. It's what. What I expected, and I mean, as we've said many a time on this podcast before, he is loyal, isn't he, Parky? Yeah. Um, you know, you can have one or two, one maybe one bad performance, and he'll still give you another goal, won't he? He's always done that uh, to the loyal sort of seven, eight that we call them, who start every week. Um, but I just think that sometimes, I think not going on to this weekend too much, but we're going to see some changes this weekend. I think. Yeah, I I agree. Um... I thought uh, McAlinden was decent again when he came on. Um, he does look a threat now. As long as he doesn't have to defend, he's all right, isn't he, at right back? Um, he looked all right. Dolby again looked a bit lively. Um, but, yeah, like I think, you know, we were efficient, weren't we? We were comfortable, never really troubled. Um, and, uh, you know, that was quite, you know, that was quite nice, really, um, to just be sat there. Where did you sit this for this week? Uh, behind the goal. Just oh, you were again. Yeah, yeah, bottom tier. See, so, I gave uh, uh, I gave Elliot Lee my man of the match. I thought he was really good, um, but uh, not everybody agreed with that. What What were your thoughts? Who Who stood out for you? I I personally turned around uh, to my wife and said I thought Ollie Palmer was just. Yeah. He looked immense. He looked like the Ollie Palmer when he first came in. 
Yeah. Because um, I know a few people have got on his back sometimes and said, oh, he doesn't look as interested or he's not putting himself about as much. But I thought, whether it was a new clothing range or what it was, but I thought he was <laughs> I thought he was really good. On, but Luke Young again, yeah, we see yep. it every week, don't we? You may as well just yeah. now just put eight at the side of his name before every game. Because that's the minimum you're going to get out of him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, there was a, bit, a little a little bit of uh, Luke Young was was a close second, I think, um, from what I've seen online, what people were saying. Uh, I, I said to the, the fellow that sits next to me, actually, would Palmer miss that chance right after half time? Would have been probably yeah. quite in front of you, probably. Uh, yeah. He just guided a side foot over the bar. Cut back, I think it was, and I said, "Oh, he'd have sold another three hundred hoodies if he just scored that." Um, but yeah, uh, it, that's all missing from his performance was the goal. Just was a goal, really. yeah. And it wasn't for the one to try in. He just, uh, you know, no. on another day he'll score a couple of, he'll, you know, he'll he'll score that one and another one. Uh, I think he had yeah. a header first half as well, which he put either wide or over. Um, couldn't tell really from where we were, but um, no. But uh, yeah, it, it it was comfortable, and I guess the. Um, the good news was obviously we were sort of watching on as Notts County were sort of um, bigging themselves up for filling out the stadium and drawing nil nil. So that was uh, yeah. that was really nice. Uh, but Brucey bonus that was, wasn't it? Yeah, obviously. What was it? Uh, three sides Notts County, one side Nottingham Forest, with a few oval. I think is what the uh, yeah. what the reports back we got just yeah. to help them uh, set the record. They can have that record. It's not a problem. I'd rather have the. Record points total or most goals scored. I'd just rather win the league. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, you can have that. You can have your, you know, you've got a bigger capacity than us currently. Um, so yeah, you can have that. But um, yeah, again, so that's you know that's a another funny one for them if you think about it. That um, you know their last sort of five games has been the draw nil nil with Yeovil. Obviously they beat Eastleigh. Uh, then they've drawn Southend. Yeah, and Bromley. Uh, and then they've won away at Torquay. So there's, you know, three draws in those last five games. So there's a, I don't know, it's it's, it's probably as, as big a wobble as we could hope for, I guess, given that they, you know, they were in a bit of form. We couldn't have hoped for much more, really, realistically, do you think? No, I think, again, it's sometimes it, everyone, a lot of people say, don't they, especially us and not currently, that teams raise their game when they play against, uh, you know, the so-called yes. big teams, yeah. the big two, big three, whatever you want to call it. But I just think also that it's a bit of pressure as well. And, you know, some of them lads, you know, look at the lad Langstaff. He's had a great start to the season. Yeah. He's died, you know, he's gone off the boil a little bit. Yeah. You know, don't want to tempt fate there, but you can't do it every week. And there's a reason why they're at this level, some of them. Not many go on, do they, and go up and go and improve their careers and go higher. And I just think that we've got lads who were, who've been there, done it last year. Yeah. People forgetting we're only in the third week of November. Yeah, you know, just going into the fourth week. We're not even halfway and... through the season yet, are we? Exactly. And if we have if we have the turnaround we've had now, then we're going to be. I still say we're going to do it by ten. I think the other teams will falter, and I think we've got a big January coming up. I think we may have an addition. Um, but what I just think that? I just think it, it just uh, you just need as much as Dalby's there. We just need that that bit of a flair player, as in if it's a winger or a striker. Somebody with a bit of pace who can go just in behind because we've got all the tools to get the ball in there. Yeah. And Mullin can do it, but that was probably the only downside. I've seen Mullin always drifts to the right hand side because he always wants to be on the ball, wants to be involved and that, whatever. And some of the balls he puts in, oh, I granted we've got Palmer there, but you just think, I wish he was on the end of that. Yes. Yeah. It's a classic thing. The strikers put the best crosses in, don't they? They do. Yeah. yeah. You want another player with that sort of, you know, um, Proper number nine mentality um, yeah. to be uh, to be running onto those crosses. Um, so yeah, yeah, I can I, I can understand that. I think um, it will be interesting to see when we get to that that sort of midpoint whether he does go and you know try and do something um, just to uh, just to strengthen it because uh, I'm sure they you know they they won't want to be not taking any risks this season. I no. don't. Not at all. You know, that's what the, uh, the sense you get off the documentary, isn't it? Yeah, they, don't, they won't win, obviously don't want to win it as a canter. Of course, yeah. anybody wants to win it as a canter, but they don't want to be two games going to go, we have to get four points or something daft like that. They'll want it. If they can get it wrapped up early April, they'll be, yeah. they'll be chuffed. Yeah, so 
Well, anything else about that game before we look at the National League with a couple of the other results? Was there anything else that stood out uh, to you? Anything else that drew just, your attention? Howard with another I, clean sheet. I mean, he's, he's yeah. you know, is that is but, that just him though, or is that better defence? I think we've seen. Uh, we mentioned Tunnicliffe. I think Hagen obviously does bring us a bit more solid as well, but they're just. I think you mentioned it. How Tozer, how comfortable he looks now that he's yeah. got Tunnicliffe there inside him, mean, whereas before maybe. He was covering a little bit for Max, yeah. so distracted his game slightly. Maybe. But now he hasn't got that to think about as much because uh, yeah. he's got an experienced pro at the side of him. So I'll just touch on on Max because I was at the Guersel Reds meeting last week. Um, yeah, and Max was there along with um, uh, Kai Calderbank Park. Uh, Max spoke very well. Uh, it was actually Tim from Fearless who ended up interviewing him because uh, they thought he would make a better job. Um, of it, given that his interviewing experience, um, and although Tim did sort of did fire the question at him very subtly about the, the sort of links to Norwich, uh, and he batted it back saying, "I don't know anything about it, and I'm just focusing on Wrexham." And you know, it, it was the, the exact sort of copybook answer you'd expect him to give. Yeah. In all honesty, there's no way you could expect him to say, "Oh no, I, it, it's a deal, it's a done deal. I'm going in January or something." Yeah. Or no, they're in talks, and you know, we'll have to see what happens. It was exactly what you thought, um, but he spoke really well. And I will tell you now, that guy is that lad is shredded up top. His physique is he's in superb condition. Um, so you can see why he's grown, because he, he's just his body has matured and allowing him to handle the physicality um, compared to when he first got in the team. Um, so um, yeah, I just thought that it was quite quite it was quite interesting. Um, and that he did get pressed on it, but you know, I wasn't expecting. I don't know if you'd have thought any different, but I wouldn't have expected him to say any different than that. No, I don't think he would have. He wouldn't have. Um, and if anything is agreed, if it is, obviously it'll be oh, in the contracts and that that nothing's nothing. Obviously, nothing's to be leaked out and that. Yeah. But I just think on that with him, with him not playing, do you know what? It might actually help him a little bit. Yeah. Because yep. he was consistent, and you've. At that age, there's going to be a dip. Absolutely. Nobody will stay at yep. that certain level. And let's be honest, he was one of the best players we had last year. Yeah. Uh, he came into the side and he dominated that left-hand side. So I just think, just to give him a bit of a rest, Yeah. just to keep him, you know, on a level pegging field, level-headed a bit. And I'm sure, you say, you spoke to him and he, he spoke was, really well. Yeah. So he is a level-headed lad. He wasn't getting ahead of himself, you know, and it's probably, it's nice to be, nice if people are mentioning him in the, in the breath of Norwich. But in the day, he's a Wrexham player, isn't he? Until yep. until we see any different, Correct. and he's just going about his business, and he's a young twenty-year-old, twenty-one-year-old lad, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And he's not. There was rumours apparently that he was a Chester fan, but he confirmed that he wasn't. <laughs> he's not a Chester fan. So I don't know where those rumours came from because he's some some sort of fraudulent way, isn't he? So ah, uh, right. I don't know if that was perhaps why, because obviously that is just the sort of a stretch. It's just the other side of Chester, isn't it? Yeah. Listen to me. Someday we will be back in the football league. Hello, it's Matthew here. Sorry to interrupt this episode of Racecourse Ramble, but I need you to do us a favour. Head over to your favourite podcast player and press subscribe. That way, you won't miss any of the episodes of Racecourse Ramble when they drop in the future. While you're there, why not leave us a review? And also, head over to Twitter and give us a follow, at Racecourse Ramble. Now, back on with the episode. But uh, yeah, so if we just uh, touch on the uh, the National League then, so obviously uh, we went back to the top with that 2-0 win over Aldershot. Notts County obviously drew 0-0 with Yeovil, which was a, I was, I mean... I don't know whether they felt the pressure or whether, I mean, from what I understand, Yeovil just sort of camped in their box and sort of defended for their lives. Um, but they've got a point because they've got up to 19th. Um, so I was, you know, that was, a, I'd say that was a Brucey bonus. Chesterfield now four wins in the last four games. So they've clawed and they've got a game in hand because they had that game at, was it uh, Halifax or Dorking? They had one cancelled. Dorking, didn't? yeah. It was Dorking, yeah. was it? Oh, no, Wheelstone, was it? I think Wheelstone. Oh, was it? The... Sorry. Yes, the flooded, yeah, the, um, yeah. the uh, waterlogged pitch. So yeah. they're, they're still in the mix because at one point it looked like we, there was two of us were going to run away with it. Um, 
but they've st- they're still in the mix in third position. With but they played a game less than everybody else. Woking uh, drew with Altrincham, so they're fourth. Southend had a bit of a shock result at Gateshead because Gateshead were obviously I think they were bottom of the table at the start of the day. Um, yeah. So they've won three one. Um, so that was a bit of a surprise. Uh, granted, it was at Gateshead, but you know Southend had been in decent form, hadn't they? Um, yeah, they had, and they played well on the on the box against Notts County, yeah. um, which shocked and surprised. But as much as I think our some of our fan base goes into meltdown when we lose, if you look at the way we've dropped our points, it's not actually bad, is it? Really? I mean, you look at Yeovil. Yeovil just drawn with Notts County. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, obviously we had them away defeats at Chesterfield and Notts as well. Yeah. So. You know, but at home, we're, we're just a different machine, aren't we, at home? Uh, and nobody would wants to come to us. And I think if we progress further in the FA Cup, which is what we do, I think that one of the last places people want to be going is coming to the race course. Yeah, no, I agree. And obviously, most of these teams have still got to come to the race course, haven't they? Exactly, yeah. So that is the, that is the caveat, is that the scales will tip in our favour, providing we uh, providing we turn up on the day. Um, yeah, because we've done we've done Woking, haven't we? We've done South End away, done Notts, done Chesterfield. So if you look at it in that aspect, you think, well, you know, we've got everyone to come at home, which is what we'd want in the ideal world. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's what you get that home advantage, and that is where we're playing best, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so let's just round up the top seven because those are the promotion places. So Barnett's uh, in sixth place. Uh, they uh, they beat Torquay, who are really struggling, aren't they? Uh, it's a bit of a surprise given that you know they were promotion chasers not long ago, um, and then Solihull again. Uh, obviously, they uh, they lost to uh, they lost to Chesterfield, which could have gone either way. That was on TV that game, I think, wasn't it? Actually, yeah. Um, but Solihull have like their last five games, they've lost three, drawn two, so they're like sixteen points off the off the top now. So you would start to question. You'd be very surprised if they were going to win the league from there. Um, yeah. You wouldn't expect us and Not County to drop that many points, would you? No, I think maybe I think maybe their recruitment's gone wrong. I think they must have had offers, uh, Sabara yeah. um, and the striker as well. They've obviously had offers for some of them, but I don't know whether is their keeper injured or was he just not uh, boot? Yeah, because uh, he was he brilliant has, last year. Yeah, he has been injured. I'll just check yeah. now. He was back, so he's back now. He was playing. He's back now. Yeah, you know, again, they're they key things where they're big players who could have gone on probably for a bit of money. Yeah, and they've decided they've kept them, but they just haven't sort of built the good team around them, or they haven't brought in players who are at the level they need to be. Um, yeah, so they, they... I thought they might have kicked on. I thought they'd yeah, have been I agree. in the top four because they were a good footballing team. They were as well. Yeah, I thought they were going to be the team to, that would be with us this season. Um, but they kept Andrew Dallas. Cause we were linked with Dallas That's and Sparrow yeah. a little bit, weren't we? Um, yeah. I don't know whether there was anything in it, but there was sort of, you know those sort of internet rumours, should we call them, for want of a better word, we were linked with them. And they got that Josh Kelly in, who's the uh, centre forward, who everybody said, well, that's it now. They're, you know, they're going to be some side. But yeah, uh, yeah it seems to be uh, not going, uh, not going to plan. So uh, say there 16... again, people pe- people learn how to play against you as well, don't they? You know, yeah, I guess. Teams. Yeah, 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 yeah. There is a there is an element to that. So you do have to evolve in some way, shape, or form, don't you? Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, so that wraps up the the, the, the top seven there, and uh, in in our group. Um, so yeah, I think um, we should be really. You know, that was a pleasing weekend, wasn't it? And we've got some, we've got us, yeah yeah we've got some tough games to come over Christmas. Uh, we've just tempted fate there. We're talking about Solihull like that, and we? ah, we've got them twice, obviously, yeah. over a New Year. Um, so we're just tempted. I've just, I've just cursed us. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, that was a, that was a real, that was a, a Brucey bonus going back to the top. Um, and let's just hope now that obviously we have a, a two week break now, don't we? Um, yeah. Before we're back in league action, um, which is for us away at York. Yeah, the third. Because the FA Cup cancelled the was it the Bromley or somebody like That's that? It, that, yeah. that game yeah. was cancelled for us. Um, Notts County are away at Scunthorpe, so it wouldn't hope, I wouldn't hold out much hope there, do you? No, no, I wouldn't either. No. Chesterfield are away at Halifax. Now that's an interesting one because Halifax have uh, got ten points from the last four games, so uh, that could that could be a bit sticky for them. Um, yeah, and I just think Chesterfield are very very hit and miss. I think Chesterfield. Could be us last year. 
Do you think they're going to come late? Get a bit of form think, and come late, or yeah, I think they've got the right tools there. Yeah, but I just think they'll come up short, as in the fact of that. I think I think they may finish above Notts County. Okay, but yeah, I yeah. still think I still think the gap will be quite substantial, and as in as like double figures. I still think that, but I just think Notts. I think if if Langstaff goes, obviously that's a big, massive question mark over the, hanging over them. And if he did go, I think. You might have the money to invest, but where are they going to find somebody who's yeah, going to put the ball on the back of net as he does? They've dropped lucky because obviously you think about it, they got rid of their top two strikers. Um, yeah, and to to replace them with somebody seemingly so good to hit the ground running so quickly is not easy to do, is it? That's the no. that's the hard thing. Um, so yeah, they would uh, you know, and I guess there's a similar thing there if you think about it with Chesterfield with Shermanga. Um, because obviously he was rumoured to be going. Was it Birmingham? I've lost track now. Yeah, 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 it was, yeah. Birmingham sounded like it was nearly a done deal and whatever's happened has happened. And he's not been the same player since, has he? So, no. uh, you know, it does make you wonder whether he's just biding his time till January and they've been sorting it out behind the scenes um, or what's going on. We'll see. Um, so, and he'd uh, go, go for a lesser, a lesser fee as well, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, who knows? Who, know, who knows? Well, you know. We'll we'll uh, we'll see how that plays out, but it will. Those two are, are interesting to keep our eyes on as we get yeah. uh, as we get back after the World Cup, um, and um, January sort of comes and the transfer window opens. So yeah, good. Okay, um, should we do a bit of news? Yeah. So um, we'll give Ollie a shout out again. Obviously, that uh, is, uh, I don't know, is it WXM or Wrexham clothing? I've, I've not heard anybody say what it is. Do you know? WXM. I'm calling it um, WXM. That's what I, yeah. I, I, when I read it, that's what I see. Um, yeah. That seems to have done really well. I don't know if you've sort of been keeping up to date with it, but um, like all the hats and stuff, his bobble hats and his caps all sold out. And um, I think a lot of the sizes of the hoodies and T-shirts went quick. Um, they've put some stuff into Chevron, I think, in town as well. Yeah. Um, they're selling it through there and on the club shop, and obviously they've got a separate website. Um, so um, it's it's just nice to have a little bit of something alternative to be able to buy in it, especially as Chris, with Christmas coming and uh, you know and whatnot as gifts. He's seen a gap in the market uh, without a uh, merchandise lack of it, <laughs> so to speak, and um, he's gone for it, and he's done it for the right reasons, and you know he's donating money to a charity. Um, and it's obviously, you know, at his age, football, I've just listened to him a bit of him on his uh, podcast he did I today. Saw that, yeah. A little bit of it, and, you know, he, he's very humble. He, he knows about the town. He's took time out to learn about the town, Wrexham's yeah. history, what we've been through when we played in Europe and things like that, whatever, and that's loved, great to see, and he's saying all the right things, and he's doing all the right things, and maybe the influence of uh, Ryan and Rob rubbing off on him as well. Yeah, so that's you know that's that's really good. At least there is something. Although, um, I guess uh, let's touch on another story. I did see a, a post today. I think it was saying that there's new training and leisure where it's trickling into the club shop, but it's kind of one of those things that you have to check it on the day. I think is uh, is you know I don't think you can you can't rely on them having anything. You've just got to go in and check. And that third week of December still seems to be the date for the. Uh, the uh, shirts dropping. Um, yeah, it's going to be. Uh, is it the nineteenth? I think. I'd I think love to see it. where the. I think the queues, the queue will be expected to something like Goersel probably. It's from uh, Old on the Mold Road, just to get to the club shop, just to try and buy one. Yeah. Um, still, uh, still, every time you look online, people saying, "Oh, where can I buy a shirt?" And you know, it's. Um, yeah. You know, it's that. That is that. Uh, that is you know, it's it is one of those things. I well, last time I went in just to upgrade a ticket, they. Um, they did have some polo shirts of the training wear and stuff, the uh, the blue one that I've got, um, and some other bits and bobs. But it wasn't obviously, it it was really it was filled out with small sizes um, and not your common sizes of stuff. So it looks full from the outside, and you think, oh great. But then when you get in, everything's uh, everything's the smaller sizes. So that's the. But it's, uh, it's as we've mentioned obviously before on here that you know there is rumor, other rumors, isn't there, with regards to kit next year. Uh, a different manufacturer making them, and what what is 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 the fact of that how many are going to be made? I mean, they're going to sell out whatever they are. You know, let's not be let's be honest. The home shirts, and I think 
a lot of people want them if we win the league. You know, it's a it's a, a league winning shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. then it's a lot of money to pay out, isn't it? And then in five months' time, yeah, off we go. First of June is a brand new, brand new right. set of shirts because they're all due out, aren't they? The three of them. Well, all, th- th- uh, th- yeah, because obviously new ones. they did us a favour keeping the white one as the th- yeah. uh, as an eighteen monther, which was great. Um, but then presumably um, we are going to see three new ones. Yeah, <laughs> uh, especially if we uh, especially if we change manufacturer. But I would expect them to do it anyway. To be honest, would you? Yeah, even if it yeah, is still Macron, be. I think they'll do it. Um, and hopefully it'll have a different badge on the side this time, and it'll have a a, a football league one rather than a Vanarama one. Definitely, um, yeah. Okay, so uh, another bit of news. So the reserves had a run out. I think it was yesterday. I don't know if you you saw yeah, that. So was... they drew at I think it was Stoke. Yeah, uh, it reduced to played in Nantwich, wasn't it? It was called off Waterlog pitch. All oh, right. So uh, they moved it to Stoke's training ground against Kevin Russell's under twenty ones. Ah, great. So that that answers how they got that connection, then, doesn't it? Um, yeah. But obviously, uh, some good names in that side. So uh, Link was, was yeah. Rob Link was in goal, so that's great for him to get ninety minutes. Um, I thought he might have played at the weekend, which we'll touch on later, but I'm not sure now he's played this game. I'm not sure. Um, Riesel Johnson played at right back. Harry Lennon got a game. Uh, Ryan Austin got a game. Uh, Max Cleworth got a game. Kai Evans, Will Mountfield, Jake Bickerstaff got a game. Um, so, you know, there was a, a few first-teamers there. What is there? One, two, three, four first-teamers there, really, who've, uh, who've got. And then some of the people who are around the squad, the Kai Evanses and, um, you know, the, the, and Dan, Dan Jones, who've got a game. Bickerstaff, I guess, is around there, isn't he? You see him a lot yeah. doing warm-ups and stuff with the first team nowadays. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's really pleasing um, that those guys are back and getting minutes. Yeah, I read the I read the report on our our sort of one of our Twitter feeds, and then I read it on the Stoke uh, page as well because I was like that. I thought I seen the game was called off, but obviously it got moved. Yeah, and um, apparently by all means, first half played really well. Um, we could have scored a few more, um, and then Stoke come back into it second half, grabbed a grabbed an equaliser. It could have gone either way, but it said in the end it was both teams sort of settled for a point in that. And yeah. we got out of it. What we wanted to was first team players to have run out, yeah. uh, which we weren't getting last year. Where we were either playing in house matches or the odd game, which was played every every I don't know six seven weeks. Yes. So it's 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 benefited us, and I think that might help us on Saturday as well. I'm not yeah. saying how many will be in this squad, but it's good that they're ticking over playing against different opposition, isn't it? And the young lads, I think they did put a young team. Like I said it was a 21s, yes. but they're obviously at a level, aren't they, which is higher than us. Yes, in so, theory, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it's not a bad run out for them either. No, no, so that was uh, so that was really good. I just, just, just good to see him getting minutes and coming through it. Um, so the FA Trophy draw, we got Scunthorpe at home. I think I have immediately wrote on Twitter, play the kids. Um, yeah. I, I have, like, we've, we've done that last year. I'm no interest, I don't know if you're any different, but I've not really got much interest in it this year. Um, I'll, don't mind us uh, trying for a little FA Cup run, but for me, it's just about the league now. I, how do you feel about it? I think because of where we are in the FA Cup, that sends even more of an important message that yes, if we go out, we go out. You know, it's not it's not the be all and end all, is it? What I would say is it might give an opportunity for other people to play, and it might give opportunity for fans who haven't been able to get tickets to go and watch to yes. get to the race course. I'm not saying what well, I don't know what crowd they'll get, but it means you know these. The kids can go there and have a look as well, can't they? Um, I think there'll be one or two involved, wouldn't there? Obviously, but yeah, we need to give the what we call the so-called A-class players a bit of a rest, don't we? I, I think so. Yeah, um, those sort of first starters, you know, that sort of twelve or thirteen that would, you know, pretty much rotating, rest as many of them as we can. Um, yeah, for that game, and I guess that touches on to the other thing is that I think it's today was the last day for the UK memberships, wasn't it? I think they've turned it off now today. Um, Twelve noon tomorrow. Oh, it's tomorrow got... was it? Twelve um, noon, yeah, Thursday. So um, that is obviously to uh, to limit the disappointment and difficulty of people getting tickets to home games, obviously, because uh, you know the ch- the numbers are limited anyway, aren't they? So the more that the, the more people that kept buying them, it was getting worse and worse, I guess. Yeah, I don't think if you, I'd be amazed if you see a general sale now for a league game, uh, especially after Christmas at home. I yeah. think they'll just all go sold out to members. 
Um, like you say, 10,000 and they're probably competing for what, 1,500 tickets maybe? That's only obviously if it's a poor away following. Yes. Um, if there's a few more coming, if I know we've got Oldham and we, and like we said, the big teams to come at home. It depends how many tickets we give them. Are we going to match what Oldham had in the FA Cup? Um, so, but we're obviously not going to put our fans at the bottom, are we? So the we're top the tier will be taken by uh, by the by the away fans, won't they? Yeah. So um, I think they, they said the international membership can carry on because obviously those people invariably don't need to buy tickets. So um, yeah. Uh, so that's carrying on for those people to get some uh, little sort of club benefits, but. Um, but yeah, that's. I mean, it's bonkers, really. Again, isn't it? You know, you've got ten thousand odd people who are members because they really want to be buying tickets. I guess that's the fundamental reason why you become a member, isn't it? To get that priority. Yeah, and if you obviously put, is it is it touchy with touching seven thousand season ticket holders? Yeah, so I can't, can't remember the exact number, but it was about yeah. that. Yeah. You add that on top as well. You know, it, you're looking at seventeen thousand people, which is just immense, isn't it? Massive. We need a new stand. Oh, that's lucky. We do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, well, we got all them people and we, we can fill it without having to charge them a fiver to get in. Perfect. Uh, that's yeah, half kids for a quid it was, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. I think I think is what, they, is what they did. So um so yeah. Um so that unless you've got any other news, that was all the news that I could find that I could find and re- or remember. Uh the other only one was just the, the progress of the women's team, really. They yes. got through uh, again, um, beating, uh, I think it was Abergavenny, the beat. Uh, and then they've got a double header against Aberystwyth in both the cup competitions. Um, yeah. I think uh, Rosie Hughes is doing her best to try and beat Paul Mullin. Scoring goals for, for uh, fun, isn't she? Oh, unbelievable. Again. Yeah. It's freakish, really. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if and when they actually move a game to the race course. Nothing, obviously, saying nothing about Ponky Bank, uh, no. Rose, but. When they do move a game there to see what um, how well attended it is, because obviously, you know, I know Rob and Ryan are massive fans of it, aren't they? And you know, obviously, Rob attended the game himself, so I think it would be good to see when they're going to move that, move them to the racecourse for a game, and just see how it goes, really. Yeah, we th- we said that actually last week on the pod. I think they need to pick a good week, don't they? Not not a week yeah. where a week it needs to be timed right. Where obviously uh, there's nothing else to distract people. So obviously, you know that'll really motivate people to come out and uh, yeah, uh, and not charge people silly money to come in and see it. You know, yeah, um, we need to be a bit cleverer than uh, than that. Um, I guess the only the only I guess the final piece of news that, that I'll, I'll I guess we'll we'll finish off with is um, and this just touches on um, the last podcast that I put out this week. Um, so to be fair to Fred Atkins who came on and spoke with me because not everybody might have heard of that. The uh, the gate money documentary is due to drop. I think he he thinks it's going to be on Friday. Um, right, okay. So, so that's the documentary. I did an hour long interview with Fred, uh, and that podcast went out yesterday or the day before, um, and uh, Monday I think it was, uh, and that's um, that's the documentary about the ten million pound of national lottery funding that was given to the national league to replace gate receipts during the pandemic, which magically made its way into the hands of clubs with really small followings that didn't need that much money and clubs like us and Notts County who you know had bigger gates were uh, were left with uh, scrapping around for nothing um so he's done a a, a sort of very explosive uh, documentary querying where that's gone with David Bernstein if you remember from yeah. formerly of the and FA and, and Man City yeah. um he's he was the uh, investigative uh, uh uh, chief, should we call him, that went looking into it, and um, as you'll see from the trailer, if you have a look, it's uh, it's shocking where that money yeah. went and how it was distributed. Um, so uh, that documentary has been screened in a few places um, prior to its release, but uh, it's due to come out on. He, he said to me probably Friday, um, but any time now. Um, but people should go back and listen to that podcast because I had a really good chat with him for an hour about what, how, how it started and. Um, what got him into it, and he's a Maidstone fan for his sins. So, um, so yeah, that's a that's a good little that bonus episode was a good listen, and we'll see that documentary. And I can't wait to see it. It'll be interesting to see who the blame is pinned on because if it's pinned on the national league, um, if it's their responsibility, which 
I would assume it is, but I'm not sure till we see the documentary. But if it is pinned on the National League, then you know that's going to put a rocket up their ass. And we've we've already got you know we've already got beef with them, haven't we? Yeah, definitely. And I think you've hit nail on the head. It's going to be down to them. You know, it's granted to them, and they they're in charge of it, aren't they? And I would have thought so. They've looked after their old old pals act, haven't they? That's what they've done. I I Um, I I think you know there is some. uh, there is some tables floating around of the the, the money distribution uh, and how much per aver- average amount per fan that people got, and it's shocking what a Boreham Wood got compared to what we got, and we've got yeah. three four times the attendance that they've got. So uh, you know, um, so I yeah. think what people need to really, what people need to remember is as well that obviously Ryan and Rob weren't around at this time. You know, but, when at the at the state was right at the start, wasn't it? So obviously, yeah, we you know. Yeah. That's what I. That's what I said in the uh, in the podcast that's out. I said it. You know, the reason it sort of interested me because because it happened at a crossroads for us. It was it was yeah. it was the October. So we were in the process of waiting to vote um, for the for them to do for the takeover to be completed, um, which I think was the November. Uh, it was the October that they announced this money was going to become available. So we were lucky in the fact that our path went off that route and we got money yeah. from Ryan and Rob. And there was other funding issues which we had to face. Um, if you remember, we weren't allowed to have some other money. And Rob actually put a tweet out going, oh, we don't need their money anyway. Um, yeah. But we, had that not happened, you know, we could have been in serious trouble. You know, we were... We were, um, you know, we weren't cash rich with a, you know, a, an owner that could fund us through it. We were a fan owned and granted we had some money in the bank, but obviously given it was COVID and stuff, that was disappearing, wasn't it? So, um, of course it was. And clubs were and trying, that, that, clubs were trying not we... to play games, you see. They didn't yeah. want to play games because they didn't want to pay players and trigger clauses in contracts. So that's why there were so many cancellations. And um, I say this is all in the pod, so I won't spoil too much of it. But no, it goes back to the thing of that. Obviously, we've got our fans now. The, the, the attendances now are, are, are greater than what it was at that time. Obviously, but like you say, that was that is the income for all these teams in, in non-league, isn't it? It's through the gate yeah. attendance. And if you've got more coming through the gate, you know, then good on you. You know, I take your hat off to these smaller teams who, who do survive. But also, in these bigger teams, they do raise the profile of the league as well, don't they? Yeah, you know. And I'm not yeah. saying that we should have more money because we've got a bigger profile, but if we've if that had been that time where we normally would get ten thousand through the gate and it stopped because of COVID, then we should be, you know, compensated for that. Whereas, like you say, the likes of Bourne and Wood who get eleven hundred on every time we play Bourne and Wood, we break their record attendance. Yeah. You know, it's not it's just not fair, is it? And it's it, it wasn't it's been fair. going on for far too long. And this doc, well, this documentary with this bit of funding will uh, will be very interesting. I imagine there'll be some squeaky bums in the uh, National League uh, yeah. boardroom. Um, so yeah, if you haven't listened to that podcast, go back and listen to it because it was uh, it was a good chat with Fred, who's the writer presenter. So it's FA Cup action this weekend, second round of the FA Cup. Um, which I don't know whether is it. Do you think it's nice to have a break from the league or or what? I'm not sure what the players are thinking. Um, I think a lot of people would say we'll tell you five to five on Saturday. I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's one of them, and it, I think it is nice to have a bit of a break, especially as County aren't playing either. Yeah. So uh, we've got that as well, sort of thing at the back of our mind. Uh, not that we should be worrying too much about them at this stage, but it's nice to go out there and we've. We, do you know what? We played really well the last round against Oldham. Yes. So uh, if that yeah. form, you know, if that form continues, uh, which of it hope it would does touch wood, and then we can get our our name in the hat for round three, and then that's when it gets all starts getting going, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, very interesting. Gets very interesting. So so Farnborough Farnborough make their way to the race course. So it's a three fifteen kickoff, isn't it? It's on S four C. Not quite sure where the fifteen minutes comes from. Um, but I'm sure there is a re- I'm sure somebody will uh, enlighten us with the reason of why that is. Um, it's on S4C and it's on ESPN Plus in the States. They've picked it up. Um, yeah. So uh, another chance for us to try and impress our uh, some of our American friends. Um, 
I guess if we look at Farnborough, because um, initially on paper you go, well, well, you know, that should should be a walkover. Um, so they're, what, 15th in their league, which I think is the National League South, south they're in. Yeah. Um, so they're 15th. They've, uh, I mean, league form doesn't necessarily always transfer to cup form. I get that, but obviously we 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 know so little about them. I just thought it'd be worth us having a a little look yeah. to see where 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 they're up to. Um, so they've played seventeen games and got twenty two points, and they sit fifteenth. So they're twenty points off Ebbsfleet, uh, who are in first place. Um, they drew their last game with Braintree nil nil. Um, week before. A few days before that, they had a nice win at Farnborough. Another draw, nil-nil. Uh, a two-one win again at uh, not at Farnborough, at Dartford. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Then they uh, they beat Oxford, where uh, sort of most people would think is a you know it's Oxford City. So um, you know that's a, a smaller a smaller team. Uh, and Weymouth, they've they've beat. So you know you you are where you are in the league for a reason, aren't you? So they're clearly, you know, they're 15th out of 24th. Um, and they've only scored 16 goals and they've conceded 17. So in theory, if our defence turns up and our attack turns up, we'll be okay. Yeah, I think, obviously, you can't knock... Obviously, they went to Sutton United and won 2-0, yeah. um, which we know from having our our battles with Sutton over the years. It's a difficult place to go down and win there. Um Maybe did something. We don't know what team Sutton put out, do we? No, but, that's know, the yeah, that's the you have don't to know. some context exactly to it. Question. Yeah, yeah, you know. But it's listen. I think if we go out there, if we start the game as we do start games at normally home. at home, yes, at home especially, yeah. Then I think I'm not saying it's going to be a walk in the park because I think this week's going to be harder than last week, if I'm honest. Because I think there's something on the game, isn't there? All the shot, it's a free hit for them, wasn't it? But for these farm lads, you know. Full time job, you know, they work throughout the week. They come in yeah. to play, the chance to play at Wrexham. You know, they're on the telly, aren't they? Or two channels. And you've got the S4C and you've got ESPN, like you've said. It's great for them, isn't it? You know, they've got nothing to lose again. And, you know, I just, I thought, I don't know if you'd seen, but just to touch on Bly Spartans, their number 10 player was quite tricky. He's put in a transfer request. So oh, he's yes. obviously been tapped up from a bit of coverage having Absolutely. played against us. Yeah. You never know that could happen to one of their players. Yeah. And they could get a move higher up our league or league above again. I guess this this is I mean, realistically they're not gonna to get to the, the to the final of the FA Cup. So no. you know, um and normally if they would have been playing Wrexham, it'd be a big game for them. But it it's 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 magnified even for them now, isn't it? And it is a bit of a a smaller cup final forum, should we call it? Because you know, because of the attention that we're getting at the moment, um, and it like is. you say, there's a worldwide audience watching them now, which they wouldn't have had before, would they? It's a, it's a, for them. It's a bit of a win-win situation. Yeah. They can make a bit of money, um, and you know, and I don't, I'm not going to underestimate them at all because I think they're going to put, they'll put a good effort in. They'll have a ten-minute spell, whether that be the first half or the second half, um, and it's about our character, isn't it? Making sure that our mentality is right, and we go on then and we do the job. Um, yeah. whatever team is picked. But I was fully expecting us to win on Saturday and progress to the third round. So you've said the magic word there, the team that's picked. Um, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to ask you what you would do because, it, it, or what I would do because it, it doesn't matter. What do we think Parky's going to do? Um, because, I mean, personally, I would like to see a bit of rotation. I think we should be able to rotate a bit and still be comfortable, but what what's your thoughts? What do you think is going to happen? Until team? the game, until the game was announced against Stoke, yeah. I would have gone with what you mentioned before, and I would have played Leighton. Yes, um, I think, and it's nothing to do with Howard because uh, I think he's done really well. Yeah, I like him. Just uh, give him like some him. minutes, really. Just give him a chance, yeah. Leighton, in it. Just <clears> give him some minutes, um, and again, it's one of them. Do you start? the boys we say to talk about the main eight the eight or nine and do we bring them off hoping the job done after 90 minutes or we could come into a game like the Blythe Spartans game where we start the squad players yeah, and we have to have a replay and you know we don't really could do don't really want another game now do we no definitely in not in a Tuesday, no. night, Tuesday night away at Farnborough so I'm a bit half and half here but I, I would go for Leighton but I don't think he will but because okay. of, like you said, that game against Stoke, Today, yeah. if that hadn't took place, I think he'd have played. Yeah, I, agree. Um, I just think the physios will look at it. And 
I'm not saying he was busy or, you know, he had to do so many, so many dashes out of his goal, but I just think he would have played, I think, bar that game being uh, being rescheduled to go and play at Stoke because of the waterlogged pitch at Nantwich. Okay, so what's the team then? Who do you th- what do you think? Uh, so Howard go with in Howard. goal. We go, we, we, yeah. We're getting, obviously, but yeah, go on. Howard yeah. in goal. I, I think... I think Max might come in. Oh, okay. Um, I think... Um, is it going to be Tozer? Is it going to be Tunnicliffe? I don't know how Tunnicliffe is. I know he had a couple of knocks, hasn't he? Um, he seems, he's obviously he's finished He finished the game last week. But I just wonder whether he might rest him. So I think Tunnicliffe will drop out okay. for Cloweth, um to come in. Hayden, we don't know, do we, with that hamstring? We don't know how bad it is. And that's yeah. So I, whereas you think it's yeah. uh, Tony Cliff that'll drop out, I yeah. think if anybody's going to drop out, I think it'll be Hayden, just because they'll be watching that hammy. Um, but you know, we don't know, do we? We're guessing. So um, it could be he. He might do what he does sometimes and put O'Connor at the back, mightn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. might put O'Connor. I'm not. I think Max is quite capable to move to the right hand side to play to play mm. where Hayden normally does. Yeah. Um, but it's if as he. I think I've got trust in him. It's as if as he got trust to drop to change two of the back three because he doesn't normally do that, does he? He hasn't done that since uh, he hasn't done it all season. I don't think unless it's been forced on him. Not that I can remember, but um, okay. So we've got some potential. A Cleworth or an O'Connor potentially in there. What's going on wing back wise? I think McAlinden's obviously got to play now. Um, I would say. He'll go with McAlinden, but Reese will be on the bench. Um, and I so think McAlinden on the right. Yeah, I think McFasden will start as well. I think he had a, Did he miss two games with the birth of his child when his child was born? No, I think or it was, was just one. the just the just the one. Yeah. So I think he'll start. Yeah, I think he's he's a, one of his his regulars now. With Mendy, obviously, not yet back <clears> in the reserves, is he? Well, um, training. Hang on, hang on. Okay. So leader today, Rich Williams. Um, Parkinson hopes to have wing backs Ford and Mendy available for selection this weekend. I think one of them will be on the bench. I don't think any of them will be in the starting uh, starting eleven, will they? But then so, they didn't play. Is the reason why they didn't play the other night? Maybe, maybe because the, the the quote from Parkinson is uh, Fordy and Mendy are both very close, and we are hoping to get them involved for the weekend in some part. So. It's- yeah, he's not going to put them both see... on the bench, is he? No, no. It doesn't you don't do you don't you don't have two fullbacks on the bench? Um, although in the FA Cup you do have more. Actually, do nine have... is it? Yeah, ah, nine so, players. Yeah. So I take that back. I retract that statement. They could both be on the bench, couldn't they? Yeah, I'd, I'd be very, very surprised if one of them started. Uh, you don't think Reece, don't think Reece Hall Johnson might get a start? Two uh, again. I would have said him after. But if that game hadn't taken place in the reserves, I would have said Reese is going to start. But uh, just feels like asking too much of him. Uh, yeah, he's been out for a long period of time, yeah, and he was a bad and then injury. To do two games. Yeah, so I, I don't think um, I forgot about the. So now you mentioned Ford and Mendy, I wouldn't say Reese would be involved at all. In I if think I, okay. uh, they'll be on the have, bench. We'll have a bench of subs or sub fullbacks on the bench, wouldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Midfield. Young's going to play, any? Yeah, Luke Young will play. Like I said, I think O'Connor will go at the back. I only think I, the only change I can see is I think Elliot Lee may not start. I think yeah. Jordan might come in. I agree. To um, give him a rest. Yeah, because of because of the game load he's just had, and that's the only reason why. Okay. And then up front, you're not resting anybody at home to Farnborough. No. no, I think them two play. I think. Uh, just because of the combination they've got, the threat they've got, we could be two or three 0 by half time, and that's no disrespect to Farnborough because we've done it to teams in our league, haven't we? Yeah. Um. So I just think them two will start. Uh. But I think Dalby will be. They'll be looking to give him half an hour to come to bring on. And again, you look at Bickerstaff or Kai Evans. They've had yep. a taster now, and they can. In the cup, so think, they get. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they'll be on the bench. Yeah. I would have thought. Uh, see, see, for me, I think Dalby will play. Um, I'm not sure which one of them will. I'm not sure which one of them will drop out. Um, I don't know. It'll depend on the fitness of them both. But I think one of the front two will come out for Dolby in this in this game. I don't um, know if you've got the stat in front of you, but has Mullen ever been a sub? 
And has he always come back in after his suspensions? I haven't got uh, that. I in think front he's of always me. come back I in. You know, I think he would. I'm assuming he would have always come in. Yeah. Your head says that he would always come back, doesn't it? Yeah. I don't think he has. I don't think he's ever been on the bench for Exxon when he's been taken off. So uh, I'd tend to say maybe. I didn't obviously just mentioned before about the Ollie Palmer on that podcast that he's still obviously commuting up from Surrey. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, that might have a bearing on it as well, isn't it? You don't know. Yeah, I think I mean they have, they have got uh, they have got somewhere in Chester that some of these boys stay, haven't they now? Um yeah. they're out of Wrexham. Um and I think some of them stay in Chester somewhere. Um but uh, yeah, you know, you, you, you don't know do you? It, it, you I mean we're not privy to the sort of data that they're getting around fitness levels and load and stuff because obviously everything's tracked now. So that makes it awkward, but I I just think that you can you sh- we should be able to start Dolby. And still get a result here, um, and I whichever one of them isn't quite because remember Palmer had a toe injury for a while. I don't know whether he's still carrying that, for instance. Uh, well, yeah. if he is, this is the weekend to uh, you know stick him on the bench. I think Parkyu does is he plays his little mind games of us, doesn't he? Because he doesn't he doesn't change his defence, and then when you don't think he's going to change the strikers, he changes one of them. Yeah. So uh, and we don't but, get um, that much injury info or anything nowadays. They keep everything quite quite close to the yeah. chest, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So score wise, what are we thinking? What do we think? I'm gonna gotta win. I'm gonna go. We? Yeah, I'm gonna go for a four again. Uh, I'm gonna go exactly the same scoreline, four-one. I think they'll score. Um, but I think theirs will be a worldie. So it'll be a round of applause like from all Dover. our fans. Yeah, I'd like Dover. <laughs> so um, uh, yeah, but um, yeah, I think I think and I think it could be three 0 at half time if we bring our our A game that we normally do at home. Uh, and we don't let them press. They're going to be hungrier, looking to stop us from playing, aren't they? But yeah. we've got that much ammunition now, whether it be set pieces, toes us throw, yeah. you know, Elliot Lee or Jordan Davis, if Jordan plays, Creative. then passes, defence putting passes. So I think, and we use our wing back so well, don't we? And then, you know, if Hayden does play, like I think he will do, that's the threat again, isn't he? Okay, I'm going to go 3-0. Um, I'll be quite happy if we can just come out of this with a comfortable win, no injuries, um, and if we could get some minutes into some of these other squad players somehow, even if it's 10 yeah. minutes to a, uh, a Lennon or, a, you know, just get a bit of get a bit of match time into, or Reese, you know, just get something into some of the legs of them again. Um, obviously, they can't play two games in a week, I wouldn't have thought, but if we just get a little bit into them and get them a bit, bit, bit closer to the team um, and the fitness levels, then I think that's a, a win-win situation. Yeah, completely agree. Good. Well, and then it's York away for those people who managed to get one of the, was it 1,600 tickets the week after? Yeah, I just, I've got to put a big plug out. If anyone's got one spare, please contact the podcast. Uh, still, still after, after one. one. Still after still one. Still after one. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, it is. Yeah. I know a few people are staying away. Um, I, I'm not going to go to that one because uh, my lad will be playing football, um, which, you know, they don't finish till midday. And then it's on the telly anyway, isn't it? So, uh, yeah, BT, not, the end, yeah. not the end of the world. But I do know a lot of people who are staying away for the for the weekend, going up on the Friday and making something of it. So, um, you know, and obviously they'll be, that'll be an interesting, given that uh, obviously they uh, released their manager, which was a bit of a bizarre situation. Another one of owners having too much power and not knowing about football. I think that is, that comes into that bracket straight away. Well, I've done, I mean, he'd been close to leaving, apparently, hadn't he? Um, Askey, wasn't it? Somebody like Fylde wanted him or something and uh, and had been speaking to him. And that hadn't come off for whatever reason. And then out of the blue, this happened. So there's obviously something gone on there in the background, didn't there? Yeah, is it, he didn't get on with the... Was it the owner or the manager director, one of them? Um, yeah, they've had yeah. words, didn't they? And he's he's been outspoken about one of them. Um, they tried to sort it in a meeting and it didn't work. But it started in pre-season, I think. I th- from what only what I've read from what another York fan put on Twitter is that he tried to get involved in team selection, which oh, straight away okay. straight away tells you that there's something's not right there. Um, I didn't know about the file, but I can understand why. Obviously, uh, you know they'd look at him because he's got a track record of mm. in that league, isn't he? He has got we a good were linked record. with him many times. Do you remember? It's, yeah. he was he's the one name. He did, yeah. did he? Right, he did go for interview. Yeah, he did. He did come for interview, but. Um, Probably he wanted, wanted too much money for the budget, did he? I think that came into it, and also the fact that he wanted to bring his own backroom staff, yeah. and we didn't have the money to pay off and yeah. bring in 
yeah, new makes sense. new people. Okay, so yep. So we'll we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll um, we'll we'll reconvene in a week's time and see uh, and see. We'll do a bit of a preview of that and uh, see who's about. Um, is the draw Monday? Is it as well for the FA Cup? Do we know? Uh, I haven't checked the date. I'm assuming so. It normally is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So we could. Uh, so uh, could, we'll, uh... we'll see. We'll. <laughs> I don't want to tempt any fate, but if like you know, <laughs> we'll see. I'll. Um, I'm assuming that'll be a a, a BBC thing again. Yeah, um, probably because they tend to do it from somebody's clubhouse, don't they? Um, well, if they've got anybody left, because they all might be in Qatar, might they? Yeah. Well, Just... that is, that is a good point. You've made a very valid point. Yeah, that, they might have to do it from the Burj Al Arab in Dubai. That could be something. that could be a spot. Yeah, that Imagine could be an that. option. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So yeah, so we'll we'll see we'll see what happens with that. Um, but we'll uh, we'll talk about that next week. Telling everyone to listen to me. Someday we will be back in the so, football. Tonight, as ever, is the dulcet tones of Mr. Neil Smith. Singing a song written by his brother Adam Smith, um, performing under the guise of 1987 till present. The song is called Someday, which is a uh, song written about Wrexham Football Club. You can buy this song on uh, Bandcamp if you search for 1987 till present. And all the money that they make is going to Mind Charity, which is obviously a great cause. So uh, thanks very much for listening and uh, we'll speak to you next week. Running around the Kairos anymore But that's been a football club here since 1864 Trying to do the town or city proud Laying under the massive floodlights of the racecourse ground Shine, you'll hear our cries. Hold our hands up as the Welsh dragon flies. We're loyal supporters on a lifelong journey. We'll live in hope, but we'll die in Cadbury. I've been telling everyone I see. I've been telling. I've been telling everyone to listen to me Someday we will be back in the football league We've had the best home talent like Joey Jones And his best mate Mickey T Davis was a druid he loved Cumbry And his namesake Jordan on a scoring spree Legends from far afield like Trinidad We've had great players And some who drove us mad We've seen the lows and the highs Seeing it all I've been telling everyone I know I've been telling everyone who listen to me Someday we will be back in the football league Someday we will be back in the football league Someday we will be back in the football league I've been selling my nephew and my godson 
Someday we will be back in the football league.